No, I'm not all right. There's something in there. The rest of the guys just picked me up in the side-by-side, and I want out of here. I want nothing to do with that corn. I want nothing to do with that old house. I just want to get to my truck. You're holy Toledo, dude. What a night. To see Buck, Jeff, and Huck shook up like they are, this is not good. Right, dude? I don't think that was an X-Files episode. <laughs> no, but that was something from Mountain Monsters on Discovery UK. <laughs> Apparently, there was the cornfield creature caught on camera. The cornfield creature. Yes. You know that's uh, you know that's some good uh, alliteration because we are talking about cryptids that might be cornfield creatures. Ooh. Well, perhaps we don't go that far, but we are talking about cryptids this evening. Hello, everybody. This is your co-host with the least Lex, and I'm here with Art as always, as you heard. Hi, Art. Hey. And we are joined by our friend Miranda once again, one of my friends from BBJ. How goes it, Miranda? Pretty good. Hey. BBJ. Both uh, <laughs> as we were getting logged, or as I was getting logged on this uh, this evening, both Miranda and Art got to watch me try to uh, install this this uh, newfangled uh, microphone that Art sent me, and it was pretty hysterical. It, it's a sad thing that. Uh, that art was actually not recording at that time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. But <laughs> look, now you can hear Joe in in full voice, and you can feel the real textures of that that molecular lasagna that is your voice. You poor, poor bastards. <laughs> yeah. So, seriously. before we get to talking about the creepy crawlies this evening, let's go around the table. Uh, once again, just to talk about what we're all drinking. Miranda, I think you were having water last time. Is it the same yep. thing? That's all right. Still on water. I, um, I'm losing a bunch of weight for a tournament, so I don't get alcohol until I go to Vegas in September. And then I'll drink all the alcohol. <laughs> all of it. Literally <laughs> all of yep, it. Yep, all of it. Is Which getting... is going to be fun because I'm going to be tiny, so I'm probably going to get drunk as shit like, immediately. Okay. Okay. No, we're better to get drunk yeah. as shit off a very few drinks than Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So that's there. good times. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, Art, what do you have this evening? Oh, I'm going to mix in some uh, whiskey with my diet Coke, and uh, that will be delicious, I think. And I have some, uh, you know, I have my one of my usual concoctions here i have some uh i'm mixing some coke with some hennessy that oh, I have left over. Right. yeah and i still have to try um i actually shared with our group recently you know a, a group of people that we've had on our show and such people say that one of the best drinks out there is mountain dew and light beer mixed together so i, I still have to try that because it sounds very well, interesting. you know that mountain dew was originally made as a mixer for whiskey I've heard about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it is a mixer. I've mm. never mixed it with beer. Um, but in college, we used to mix orange juice with beer and amaretto. And it, was, <laughs> it sounds that horrible, sounds but it's amazing. It sounds like you're making napalm is what it sounds like. And I mean, whatever. Wow. All right. What but was yeah. it? Our jungle juice art? It was, uh, what did we, what did my townhouse put? Was it grain alcohol and Kool-Aid? Yeah, grain alcohol, Kool-Aid, that's it. Yeah. Unless you want it to be fancy, then you'd throw in some like chopped up fruit or orange peels or something in there. But 190 proof, baby. That's right. 
That's All right, fun. so uh, let's talk about cryptids. I I know we're we're all a fan of the you know of of you know ghosts and monsters and such. Um, so I'm thinking that we all might have our own topics. If not, that's okay because I have a few different ideas here. But the topic, um, and I guess I'll get the ball rolling here this evening. The topic that I was thinking is because you know there are monsters reported around the world um you know whether it be deep in like the forest you know out at sea up in the air where do you think is the most likely place that something would exist if there is in fact cryptids out there if there are in fact these monsters out there and i would have to say the sea because we have barely scratched the surface of what's out there um you um you know, it was just a few years, well, probably like a decade or so back when uh, when James Cameron explored the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. But I mean, it's, you know, as deep as the Atlantic is, the Pacific is that much deeper. And I mean, and, you know, there's shit down there that's um, I know my old man used to tell stories about whalers pulling up whales, obviously, that had sucker marks all over them from deep sea squids or octopi whatever it might be and if there's some weird shit out there i would think that it's buried at the bottom of the ocean what do you all think i would tend to want to agree but uh to be different i'll say i bet there's some really crazy shit that's uh in either of the poles deep in the mm -hmm. ice somewhere lurking underneath layers just waiting to awaken you're thinking about the thing, aren't you? Partly, yeah, you know, a little little thing. I'm also a little little uh, Lovecraftian, you know. Uh, thinking about at the mountains of madness, sort of stuff. You know, there's ancient cities and crazy critters and things crawling just under the the permafrost or whatever. Oh, oh, oh all right. Help me out here. How is it pronounced? Cthulhu. Yes, Cthulhu. is that right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, Cthulhu. Okay. You. You got it the first time, kiddo. Damn. <laughs> One of the first times I one of the first times that's ever been said. <laughs> what do you think, Miranda? Um, I think I have to go back to agreeing with the sea because I don't it, I the ice thing, I would think more that's in the ice might be some kind of like bacteria that would just come back and kill us all. But um when it comes to creatures, I'm thinking the sea, because if you go like super deep in the sea, you get those weird fish with those like lights in front of their heads and <laughs> the you get like blob. Yeah. And you get like blob fish and all that kind of shit. So I would say deep in the sea um, because you have no idea. Like once you hit past like the, where we can actually go under, like you don't know what the hell's down there. So that's where I would go. Um, because everything else has been kind of explained or explored at this point. I mean, you can't say it's the, I mean, most of the mountains have been explored. I, I was trying to think of some like random location, but there's nothing else that really like people haven't been to at this point. Well, so, I don't, I don't know so because be, just because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, of land here in this country i'm thinking of alaska montana and such you know i'm, I'm thinking you know, like the deep wooded country so i wouldn't be shocked if there is like like a not saying that bigfoot exists but you know if there is something hiding out there you know what i mean it's uh 
Uh, that said, I'm of the mindset that as much as it's been talked about, you know, you would think that we would have found something by now. Although I will say that that footage from what was that like the 60s of the Bigfoot walking across the yeah. shore or whatever, whatever that video was, it does look pretty damn compelling. Well, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like Super 8 footage with some guy in a suit. Uh, you know, I feel like I, I think that there's some land masses that could still be looked at. Like, I, I'm just thinking about there was, for example, there was this documentary that popped up um, called I'm going to probably mispronounce it, but it's called The Last Tepui or Tepui or something like that. But it's it's uh, this weird section that's in the Guyana's Amazon where it's this huge vertical chunk of rock. And then there's like this completely untouched and unseen by man area on top full of foliage and trees and all this other stuff. And, you know, so they make a documentary about like these people going up there just to explore it. So I think that, yes, there's a lot of places that we have seen. Most of it's been already done. I think there's a couple nooks and crannies, but I bet you, even though we've seen a lot, I, I bet you there's something lurking out there that can just hide really well. You know, Ooh. and no amount of Google Maps or Google Earth, you know, uh, topography yeah. photos will catch it. When I think about it, like the other thing that might be something is when I went down to to Cancun, we swam in what they call cenotes, which are like these underground limestone caves that you can go mm. in and swim around in. And they're all connected because there's fish in them, which I was like, how the hell is there fish in this hole with, you know, and they're all connected. And if you've ever watched some of those horror movies with like creatures <laughs> that come out, like yeah. I could see yeah. maybe that, maybe some underground like caves, you could have some kind of like devil creature come out of or some fish with five eyes or something. Like the descent. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's, and what's horrible is I was like half drunk and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in Mexico and I'm going down these like, they, I mean, we went to the ones that were like outside of Cancun. And so you have these like little spiral staircases that you have to go down, which you know are like about to fall down because you're in Mexico, <laughs> so there's no building code. So you're just like wandering down, I'm hoping not to die. And then you get down there and you're in the water and you realize, oh shit, I'm in the water. Like, and we're three stories down and there's like one way up. And if anything happens, we're just fucked. Like, you're just going to yeah. die. But it was wonderful. It was a great place to swim. You get like this little bit of panic where you're like, oh shit, if something goes wrong, this is this is it. But it was a good time anyway. I could see something down there, like some kind of weird fish eel creature or something like that. Yeah. Whenever I think about caves, I think of splunking and then I think about that guy who suffered like one of the worst deaths of all time who got stuck upside down in like a a cave that 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 the rescuers could not pull him out of and after 24 hours he died because you know blood starts to oh yeah pull in your lungs get you know hard everything else they couldn't pull him out so they just said uh we'll just bury him like in here and they closed <laughs> off the mine and i was like yeah that's a pretty oh, wow. shitty way to go <laughs> well, um thanks for uh thanks for bringing the program up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Sorry. Uh, rest in peace, John Jones. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, but so um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, 
do either of you have like a topic? Wasn't that know? long of a trek anyway. Miranda, do you really have something? Because uh, if so, I'll leave um, you to it. Otherwise, I, I was going to go to uh, your favorite, your favorite cryptid. Oh, yeah. Like of all, like, and not like, and I, I don't have a normal one. I have a really like interesting one that there's a, there's a podcast called Lore and they go through like all the lore of horror movies and they explain everything. And they like introduced me to this a long time ago. And um, it's called a snallygaster. Um, <laughs> it's a, a, a snallygaster. Okay. So it's a bird reptile, winged beast, and it lives in Frederick, Maryland. Ooh. And it's some kind of German. It's some kind of German immigrant-made creature that they and they say it lives in South Mountain in Frederick County, and it like comes out of the air and attacks people. And it was oh. like in the nineteen like I want to say sixties, seventies. Ah. It was like a, a thing that they actually thought like existed. Oh, the picture and, is uh, wonderful. Yeah, the picture is like a big. It's it's great. So it looks and like it's, a, a droopy dick with <laughs> like like a wiener dog set of legs and claws in the ends little chicken wings and yep. it's a it's a it's like a cyclops with one big eye and a beak and out of that beak comes a cthulhu beard of tongues yep it's funny that's, looking that's my uh that's my weird like crazy one that i that i love and then my second one is bigfoot because me and my kid whenever we go on vacation we try to go to like all the museums and all like the random shit that we can find related to Bigfoot. And uh, we actually went to Oregon, didn't realize that that was like one of the Bigfoot like crazy places where you can go all over the place and go to museums and stuff. And we went to a bunch there. Um, I I would love Bigfoot to like actually exist, but I think it was just, you know, probably like a hairy Appalachian man that was walking around or something, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one day. <laughs> I hope that Bigfoot exists and that he's exactly like Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, he is Joe. <laughs> he was nice. Uh, I, I I always like the scene where he was petting like the deer's head, and then he reached behind the wall it was just the deer's head mounted on like the wall to pet like the rest of his body, and like he's confused as <laughs> to why it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say my uh, your question was our favorite. favorite. Okay, yeah, we'll just go favorite. So I was so scared when Miranda started talking about lore because I'm pretty sure this was mentioned on lore, and I thought that you're going to take mine. And this is another. So I I'm batting like a thousand right now with with strange words. Hopefully, I <laughs> nail this one. It was called the Beast of Gavaldon. I I believe um pronouncing that correctly and this is actually a topic um that i was going to bring up um uh well for my next topic if we get to that just um something along these lines but the beast of gavaldon was in france and it's one of the earliest uh reported sightings i guess you could say of a cryptid and uh, let me go ahead and bring up the the wiki link which is what i was reading right before uh right before we started the podcast here the beast of gavaldon uh is the historic name associated with a man-eating animal or animals that terrify that terrorized the former province of gavaldon um as well as other areas in france uh between the years 1764 and 1767 the attacks which covered an area spanning 56 to by 50 miles were said to have been 
committed by one or more beasts with formidable teeth and immense tails. Uh, victims were often killed by having their throats torn out. The Kingdom of France used a considerable amount of money and manpower to hunt the animals responsible, including the resources of nobles, soldiers, huntsmen, and civilians. The number of victims vary. Um, a 1987 study estimated there had been 610 attacks resulting in 500 deaths and 49 injuries. 98 of the victims were partially eaten. Other sources claim that the animal or animals killed between 60 to 100 adults and children. Um, the thing is, is that all of this is documented, you know, that something was, you know, because the Kingdom of France actually did, did put an award out there saying like, hey, <laughs> you know, if something yeah. kills this thing, you know, we will gladly pay you. Somebody has to do something. In fact, I think that there was a film that came out within the past couple decades, Brotherhood of the Wolf or something else that, 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 you know, that was made in Europe that had to do with this legend. Um, and, you know, it's kind of the first reported sighting, I guess you could say, of like a werewolf. Uh, you know, in, in, in fact, one of the stories is, is that the person who finally brought it down uh, used like a silver bullet. So, uh, Gavaldon, if you all are interested, I believe it's spelled G-E-V-A-U-D-E-N, uh, the Beast of Gavaldon. So that that would have to be my favorite because that's one of my earliest, uh, you know, that's one of the earliest recorded ones that I've seen at least. And, you know, Lord knows if it's true or not, but it's uh, definitely very interesting, um, this werewolf-like creature that was killing a whole lot of kids and adults. Hmm. Nice. I'm going to be a little bit more peaceful, I think, with mine. Um, <laughs> I've always had an affinity for the Yeti. I've always liked, uh, you know, the abominable snowman is sort of, uh, it's just too much of a mouthful. Yeti is just such a concise and fun way of describing this giant creature that roams the snowy foothills and mountains of, uh, who knows, whether it's India, Nepal, Russia, all over the place. But that's the sort of st thing where those areas are so desolate and so just densely forested and it's just so inhospitable to humans. I could totally see a, a large creature that has adapted to that just living there and, and feeding off whatever animals are around. Uh, that and there's also been, you know, some fun rides involving yetis over at uh, like Epcot or Animal Kingdom or whatever. So, you know, yetis are pretty dope. No. Aren't Yetis and Bigfoot basically the same thing, except well, one's in the so snow and one's Kind of, but not really. I mean, they're large, hairy, human-esque, humanoid-esque, but, you know, Yeti's just cooler because Sasquatch, you know, he sold out and he's doing those Jack Lynx commercials, so. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say, no, no, I like that joke. Um, if I could have, like a, if I could have, like, a second one, too, just because Miranda mentioned, too. It had to be the Mothman. Um, I was going to mention the Mothman just uh, because of the Richard Gere movie, but you yeah, know, great movie too. And, and and I mean, a lot of that stuff with you know, not saying that the Mothman predicted that bridge accident, but you know, it, it did actually happen, and it did happen in like the same area. So that that is kind of creepy. I drove uh, through that area once. It's a weird, like kind you of the Mothman? blue collar. Yeah. What? Yeah, I've seen the movie too. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I, I was going to ask if you actually saw oh. the Mothman. No, 
No. <laughs> I wish I yeah. did. I wish I had a fun story about seeing something crazy like that, but I do not. Yeah. Alas, I don't either. I wish one day I'll find my Yeti other than Joe. <laughs> I am Harry. Uh, so, <laughs> so, um, so the topic um, that that was kind of a segue into was like, you know, what what do you all think really is the earliest recorded uh, sighting? I guess you could say of like a cryptid. You know, would it be what I was just mentioning, the beast of Gavaldon or something earlier? Because I mean, if we're going back to biblical times you are talking about you know different things in like the bible like leviathan i think was one of the things that they say you know might have been a monster might have been a demon so on and so forth or or or, or really is or cryptids the only thing that have really been mentioned within the past few hundred years what do you all think i think i think as long as man has existed that there's always going to be these legends that there's always going to be these, these creepy things that people, um, you know, talking about people living out in the wilderness and such, and, you know, perhaps seeing Bigfoot, you know, there's, I know there's one guy, I forget what country he is, but he's a native and he lives out in the wild. People have tried to pull, you know, he's the last surviving member of his tribe. And like, you know, people have tried to like talk with him and such. And, you know, and instead he throws darts at them and stuff, you know, he's, he's just happy being, you know, being alone and being, you know, you know, it's sad, but this is, this is the only life he's ever known. So it's like, you know, that guy has probably seen some shit, <laughs> you, know, you, you, know, you know, talking about being out there in like the middle of nowhere and such. And I mean, if we didn't know about him, then you know, you hear people stopping around in like the dead of night and such, you know, Hey, perhaps this could be the thing. So it are cryptids the kind of thing. I, I, I guess a larger question here is like, are cryptids the kind of thing that are relatively new or do you think it's always entertained us this idea? I think, I, I think something's always like, either spark the curiosity of people or confused people if it was a beast or if it was just something they couldn't explain um so i mean i'm i'm not a huge like i was raised catholic went to catholic school but like i'm, I'm not a really believer mm. um so like i i really can't tell you about the biblical stuff because i learned it a long time ago and i forgot because i really didn't care to remember all that stuff but I think it's more of like a curiosity thing and a confusion thing where people just don't understand or or and they make or they have to create something in order to bridge that gap from what they do understand and what they don't understand um I like Nessie as a kid like I always wanted Nessie to be real like to this day if like all of a sudden we found Nessie I would be like completely happy and like (laughs) joyous and, and and dance around so like uh, stuff like, I mean, and that there's been a million different reasons why they said that people thought at some point that there was something in Loch Ness. Um, and I think it's a, it's an easy way for the mind to kind of bridge the gap from understanding and not understanding. And so I think it's something that's been going on forever. And probably like in earlier culture, it was probably a lot easier to get away with because you weren't, you didn't have the technology that we have today and the, the understanding that we have today which kind of sucks because I, I 
I love that idea of monsters and like <laughs> crazy shit that could like appear out of nowhere. Um, so I think maybe in the progression of time, like maybe it's going to die out a little bit more or it'll just get more interesting. I don't know. But uh, that's my uh, two cents on the issue. Hopefully it gets more interesting. Art, what do you have yeah. to say? Well, she snatched the words directly from me. It's essentially... Art's a heathen too. It's okay. I Exactly. <laughs> she, uh, In fact, you, on it. you were also raised Catholic, weren't you, Art? I, I was, yep. <laughs> but, you know, Miranda hit right on it, is that humans need to know, or we need to understand, and when we are encountered with things we don't, we make shit up to fill the, the gap, as you said. You know, we try to figure out something. And that usually, that's where folklore was born, you know? And I think that as long as humans exist, there will always be some degree of something. It doesn't matter how much technology we have. I think it will get less and less, but there will still be something. Because eventually we will encounter something that we don't understand. And that's always what happened in the past, is they encountered something they were unfamiliar with. Seemed magical or distant or foreign or alien, so therefore they made up a story about it. I'm sure we'll do the same thing ourselves. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I miss the idea of a simpler time where magic could exist because we, you know, that's the give and take. We didn't know, of course, we didn't have penicillin and medicine and all this other shit, but, you know, there was still magic in the world. Um, and that's, you know, I wish we we could have both, but... With knowledge comes the evaporation of magic. So there you go. Art, do you have a topic this evening? Um, I do. I was going to say, uh, if you could, um, this is going to be a little different than, um, I guess, your question, or the question about favorites, but I would say, if you were to encounter a cryptid, which one would you like it to be? And no, we can't. We can't editorialize and change the behavior of them. Like you know, if you hear the chupacabra as a blood sucking monster, then you can't just say I'm going to encounter the chupacabra because he's going to be a sweetheart. No, I'm saying like with the lore of the of whatever cryptid you're choosing, you don't have to get face to face with it, but you have the opportunity to see it in its environment and uh, hopefully get away without it noticing you. So what would that be? Uh, for me, I would have to. Uh, Oh man, why did I say chupacabra? Because now it's in my head and I can't get chupacabra. <laughs> um, I would probably like to see the... I would say the Mothman, but I feel like that might also drive me insane. <laughs> but you know what? Because the Mothman was really a big thing in the, what, the 60s, right? And then it sort of like tapered off 60s for 60s or while. 70s, yeah. Uh, I think that would be kind of interesting just to observe the Mothman um, and, and just, you know, hopefully not get in his way. Go insane, eat your eyeballs. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Or the New Jersey Devil. That would be kind of fun, too. Just see him walking around the Pine Barrens. They are a hockey team, you know. The, well, also, yeah. Wouldn't the New Jersey Devil attack you? I mean, that's but, the problem. Well, that's why like I want to see him from the back. You know, I'd see him walking yeah. away, and I'd, you know, get away from him real quick. But imagine if it attacked Art, and Art kicked his ass. That's right. Yeah, yeah. true. That would be a story to... to tell his son one day <laughs> that would be one for the ages <laughs> uh sidebar i just have to say because i thought about new jersey devil uh if nobody has watched or isn't watching what we do in the shadows you absolutely know that that's what i was about to say that and show they, is yeah it's they amazing. just did an episode with the yeah. new jersey devil <laughs> and yeah. it was 
fucking hilarious. It so, was. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Want to go next, Miranda? Oh, fine, Miranda. Sure, I'll go next. I'm I'm gonna go back to my uh, my love of Nessie. I would love oh, to yes. see Nessie. And and Nessie, I mean, no one ever said anything bad about Nessie. Nessie's just gonna like shoot its head up and and say hi, and I'll wave, and and it'll go back <laughs> into the you know Loch Ness and go swimming. I mean, that would be great for me. That would make me happy. Like I I think I could I I would be able to like die happy if I met Nessie. <laughs> so, um, because I don't really want to come in contact with any of the nasty ones, you know, like a Wendigo or like a Chupacabra or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Nessie's a dinosaur. What? Nessie's a dinosaur, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like a big brown it's a sea monster it's like a swimming brontosaurus or something like that <laughs> yeah nice. that's what i always or thought of it as. or whatever it's called yeah yeah i mean uh it i would love that would be great i mean even if it like knocks me in the water i'd be okay with that so. <laughs> that water's cold and it's I'm not cold. a very good swimmer so it would drown me but how funny <laughs> would it be if we found out that nessie was actually like a, a carnivore <laughs> you know yeah that would suck and it would but... eat Miranda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would probably like, eat me. Takes but that's okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Like at least Miranda died happy because like <laughs> Nessie ate her. And it would be a story we could tell your daughter one day. Yes, yes. And I, I have a ton of health or a ton of life insurance. So if I die, then she'd be taken care of. So we're good. So would you be as you fall in the water and, and Nessie's coming over to chomp on you? Would you be like? That guy at the end of Cabin in the Woods when the merman finally shows up. Oh, dude, that's one of my. I love that movie. That Have is you seen like that joke? yes. No, no. I oh shit. Okay, well, I don't want to say anything more. You need you need to watch that. You were really missing out. It's a movies. fucking right. solid horror comedy. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the merman is the one merman of my favorite. Is wonderful, and it is. Then this joke will now make sense when you watch the movie, Joe. <laughs> That and the the unicorn. Oh yes, the yes. random unicorn. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about you, Joe? Before we get right. into your, so I'll make this. I'll make this business. quick because I know we have to get to 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 my special fun time. Oh yeah. Uh, at first, I was going to say the rake uh, because the rake is relatively new. Um, that's this kind of like white humanoid thing that's in like that's in the woods that people see see a lot at night and catch on film and such. And people, you know, people are like what the fuck is this thing and usually it's like down on all fours it's all skinny and gone and such but i would have to break the internet and say slender man and hear me out here hear me out here because people are saying that there are some creatures out there that when you think about them you can basically put them into existence and there have been videos that have been released of course it's all bullshit but there have been videos that have been released of people encountering things like slender man out in the wild um one of the videos i saw was of a guy you know he found a, a bag up in the trees and you know he's, he's like what the hell is this and then out in the middle of the field is this guy wearing a suit with a blank face and he starts to you know his his body elongates and then the guy of course shits his pants and runs off but the thing is you know of of course it's bullshit but just imagine if that was real so like you know i'm finding something that was created online and i've made it real and i've captured him too and 
broken his arm with the Americana. That's a that's a Jew jitsu move, Art. Just so you know. Um, and, <laughs> I I have broken Slenderman, so that would be my answer. shit. What you want? <laughs> and speaking of broken, uh, let's get to my segment, Art. Ah, 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 Lex load. Ah, yeah. All right. So the world is basically boring right now. There's not a lot of stories about cryptids because, you know, people, some people say they're bullshit and you know, the people who don't are, you know, sticking with the old favorites like Bigfoot and Nessie and such. So I was actually going to bring up a dream location that I would love to go to. Uh, Miranda, when when I talked to you a few months ago, I had mentioned when you're going out to Vegas that you should check out this one place called the Haunted Museum, which Art and I went yeah. to a few years oh, yeah. ago. Another place that I would like to visit, although I don't believe you can, is called Skinwalker Ranch. Have either of you heard of this? <laughs> Wait, uh, part Skinwalker. of me is like... It's one word. I know it sounds like a porno thing. Yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not Mr. It Skin, it's skin But because we're talking about cryptids, it's clearly about some sort of horror thing. But I, I think I watched I watched something on it. I don't know if I watched a show on it. I, I have seen show on it too because it's like an business. Indian. It's an Indian thing, right? Correct. In so the, the desert, whole thing, yeah, the whole thing with the Skinwalker mythos is that it's like it, it's a native american thing uh where people believe where people believe it's basically a witch who can assume human form also also assume forms like like wolves and and and, and other creatures that just look awkward that look like emaciated and such cool. um that don't look normal and you know that's an old that that's folklore with the native american culture and such well skinwalker ranch is a property of approximately 512 acres located in ballard utah that is re reputed uh to be the site of both paranormal and ufo related activities um its name is taken from the skinwalker of navajo legend concerning vengeful shamans um i i'm nailing all these words this evening awesome uh but it's um it's basically i know slow clap it's basically a ranch like i said in utah you know, a bunch of acres there have been documentaries as you mentioned brand and such have like ufos there's been cattle mutilation out there there's been skinwalkers spirits ghosts you name it uh uh, and in fact, one of the things that I'm surprised I failed to bring up this episode, uh, shadow people, um, you know, know, they've also been spotted out there. And it's um, so I would if you could book a vacation to a creepy ass place, which I don't believe you can, because they probably have to keep up with the bullshit that they have going out there. Uh, it would be Skinwalker Ranch. So I'm hoping that perhaps when since we couldn't do a party for my. 40th when my 50th comes around art perhaps we could go to skinwalker ranch he's crazy <laughs> and hang out with the shadow people oh i would love shadow to. people man they're they, i've talked about them on this podcast 
before there's been nothing cre- there was nothing creepier than when, when art bell have have you both heard of art bell yes yeah used to host he, you know he's dead now obviously but he used to host uh coast to coast am uh, which would run all night until the early morning hours and he would be talking about all the creepy ass stuff out there and uh it was uh in fact art if you need a soundbite for the end of the episode there's one where a guy who quote unquote worked for area 51 called uh basically talking about all the the terrible things that had happened um that 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 he had experienced and what's going on and then halfway into the call basically the entire radio station went down (laughs) and so it was like you know that that's like one of those moments i was like what the fuck you know Uh, yeah. yeah um uh, my my load this week is I would love to go to Skinwalker Ranch and uh, um, rest in peace, Art Bell. All right. It, it doesn't look like you can visit. Oh, I, just I, so I you know, you can't. But, but I am not. I mean, you can always break into places. Not fifty yet, so perhaps by the time I turn fifty, they will have to keep up with the bullshit, and uh, they will be welcoming people there. True. Go ahead, Art. You can play the music now. Okay. I got it. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Hold on a second. Uh, 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 Lex load. Where did we go wrong? Oh, I don't know, but it's about that time. Man, I tell you, this these shows just fly right by. And yet, here we are. So, well, I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to us and our shenanigans and hear Joe talk about whatever it was he talked about tonight. I want to thank Miranda for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, am I... I... <laughs> I'd just like to I... put the awkward quiet in there. Uh, Miranda, do you have a pet? Yes, I have a dog. Okay. She's I behind me. If you keep I, on I, seeing her moving around behind me, it's my dog. I was wondering if it was a cryptid, so... Oh. I, I, you know. If I had a cryptid in the house, I'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd be completely all for that. I'm for all monsters, chupacop, like anything wants to show up at my house, come right in. I'm all for it. Wow, all right. Well, you heard it here first, cryptids. Yeah, if you want to be a cryptid and hang out in my house, go right ahead. I got nothing going on. <laughs> Well, that's that's one way to find a party. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you know we'll put Miranda's address in the show notes, and uh, yeah. cryptids can visit. Uh, Joe, uh, did you have any last impressions or anything you wanted to share with folks before we cut them loose, or nothing? Next time we record, I'm going to be a blue belt. That's right. You can Actually, quit that's now. not true at all because we're recording yep. right after oh, this, so right. you're that's a liar. Right. And I, I hate you for it. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, that's all right. But yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been Art. That's Joe. Miranda has been awesome. And thank you very much for tuning in, checking us out. Make sure you find us on the web at thatwasdisappointing.com, as well as on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thatwasdisappointing. And I would like to also take a minute to read, guess what, Joe? We got an email to Pixie Stick Wang. This is exciting. <laughs> Pixie Stick Wang got an email 
And I'm and? trying to find the fucking thing. Hold on a second. There it is. Awesome. Okay. What is Pixie Stick Great preparation. Wang? Oh, so Pixie Stick Wang at gmail.com is the email that I keep trying to push people to, to email. And, you know, oh, okay. Weird shit. So this one is from, uh, from uh, Katya. <laughs> and Katya says, Art and Lexload. I enjoy conversations much. Very funny with friends. <laughs> try OnlyFans too. My name is Katya. So... <laughs> Holler, holler back at you, Katya. Thank you for uh, tuning in and checking us out. As always, has been that was disappointing. Follow <sighs> us on Facebook for funny shit. And uh, until next time, you know, that's just what we're going to be doing. So, all right. Say goodbye, Joe. Bye. Oh, you're supposed to say goodbye, Joe. Oh, goodbye, Joe. Too late now, Joe. It doesn't matter. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart is cheered. Goodbye, whiskey. And you should sing me for a song. And you're coming again. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. Oh, that was. Ugh. Hello, Art. Yeah. Hi. Um, I, 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 I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, look, look, let's begin by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Uh, Area 51. Yeah, um, sorry. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago, and... and... <laughs> I've kind of been running a, across the country, um, oh man, I don't know where to start, they're, uh, they're, they're gonna, um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. Um, <laughs>